Got Mr. Barry Coleman again on another episode of Understanding the Nursing Game podcast. I got a special, special guest with me. But um, before I get to the guest, let's go ahead and go to the quote of today. All right. So, hey, financial freedom is my only hope for getting living rich and dying broke. That by Mr. Jay Z. So, hey, uh, this episode is going to be primarily about entrepreneurship. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I started this uh Shawana Obi and I we started the podcast and she was already an entrepreneur. Uh I wasn't, I was just a, a regular employee. So um today, uh through the process of this uh podcast, I started uh interviewing more nursing uh, entrepreneurs. And because of that, I started to gain a mindset that I need to be free. So that I can spend more time with my kids, to be honest with you. That's the real reason why I want to do it. So I'm not going to lie. I just started me a business outside of uh, nursing, uh, the lawn care service. And so um, hopefully this time, within the next 90 days, uh, uh, we'll start we'll start the business and, and um, start cutting grass or whatever. It's going to be located in Nashville. I can't cut no grass out here in California. There ain't no grass out here. So well, I'll be flying back and forth, hopefully, and uh, start building relationships and just see where, where they, what they say the good law take. So um, we're we going to go with that. But yes, special guest I got today, Miss Chrissy B. And uh, how you doing today, Miss Chrissy? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Hey, I just uh, gave everybody my little spiel on the nursing entrepreneurship. I want you, since you've been in the game a lot longer than me, we would like for you to share with us some of your delicate details as to, you know, what got you into the game, what got you in that mindset. And um, we, I got a few more questions I want to ask you. It's special for me. So uh, what, what, got you, what got you going in that, that direction with being an entrepreneur? Uh, so one, I just wanted to have like some residual income, like outside of waiting for, you know, a paycheck every two weeks or, you know, getting paid twice a month. I wanted something outside of, you know, outside of that. So, like I said, I had kind of, you know, started thinking in my mind, like, okay, what is it that I can do that, you know, that's going to make me money outside of my regular job and still, you know, I'm still working, but that's still that extra income coming in. Um, so you know, I had actually took a um, I took a personal finance class before in college, and then I took a business finance class, learning about budgeting my money, things like that, LLC, corps. And I remember our end of the semester project, we had to come up with a business idea, write a business plan, how we're planning on um, marketing ourselves, and things like that. So that kind of put me in the mindset of okay, I, I need to start a business. I need to learn and about how to um, how to do an LLC, how to get an EIN, EIN number, how to set up business credit, um, things like that. I'm still in the process of learning because it's still all new to me too. 
But that was the mindset for me. And then a lot of my friends have businesses, my good friends. Um, and they were like, you know, they've helped a lot too and saying, you know, you should do this because a lot of times we're scared to do something because we don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I mean, you just have to put yourself out there um, and go from there. I got you. So um, I know for me, being an entrepreneur is, um, like you say, scary. It's a lot, a lot of uh, uncertainty. Be honest with you, it's a huge learning curve. Uh, most, most, um, I'm going to speak for me. Um, I didn't come from a of uh, entrepreneurs. So, you know, when they, um, when someone mentions that, you know, you, they want to go into business for themselves, hey, people um, don't really see themselves doing it. And they may or may, they, they, more like they, they probably not going to speak. You know, they're going to say, yeah, okay, but it's going to be a lot of doubt. It's kind of hard to find people that's that's gonna encourage you and not only encourage you, you know, kind of support you in whatever fashion it is. So I want you to speak upon, you know, what was your biggest challenge with with getting your business started? And uh what was what's something that you have learned since you uh that you never expected? So I would say the biggest thing for me was just putting it out there. Because even though, of course, the world is social media, right? But it's different when you're promoting something or you're trying to get, because a lot of times people, they support you, but they won't support everything you do, right? So I think that was my biggest challenge, like just putting it out there, promoting it, marketing it. Like, so originally I was just doing it on my personal page, like sharing it on my personal page. And then someone was like, well, you need to create, you need to separate your personal and, you know, you can still share things, but you need to have a personal and a business account, right? So that's what I did. Um, I shared it. That was probably one of the hardest things. <laughs> then just like, um, the next thing is like, just because they say like the money that you make first from the business, you're going to reinvest that into your business before you even see a profit from it, right? So even though I was, people were buying bags, I was putting that back into my business shipping. So I learned too, like I have, I had to, um, because originally I wasn't charging shipping. I wasn't charging shipping. I wasn't like charging tax and all of this stuff was new to me. So I learned that. Um, and then just um, buying supplies, you have to, you have packaging, thank you notes, like little tedious things that you don't think of that I had to start um, looking for and researching and um, following other people that had other, like other niches and things like that to see how they were operating and how they were. Um, Cause I would order things from other black businesses too, or like small businesses. And I wouldn't like, I, I like the packaging. So I'm like, okay, let me up my packaging and let me, you know, things like that. So, um, and then just taxes, <laughs> that's all new to me now too, because I'm not just doing my personal taxes. It's also now I'm having to do a 1099 or, um, you know, things like that. So, but I mean, it's in the end, I, it's worth it. All right. So what's one thing that you have, uh, learned that you didn't uh, foresee? I learned that people are gonna, they're gonna support you. Like if it's something that they like, they're gonna buy it. You know, I learned that. Um, I also learned in this process, just, I did not realize how your personal credit affects your, can affect the way you handle your business credit as well. So, Mm -hmm. so credit is important. (laughs) Okay. All right then. So uh, for those that are tuning in, uh, Dakota Grady, he um, was on my show not too long ago. Got an episode, I think it's episode 64. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, though, he's a tax and accounting doctor. Uh, pretty much, um, he he uh, he's an accountant that uh, helps nurses with their business. So mm-hmm. I would reach out to him because uh, he helped set my own company up. And um, he's a good friend of mine, and um, he has to do good work. I would say, um, now, as far as your business, now, advertising, do you just primarily promote on social media, or do you uh, use different tactics? So right now, just social media. Um, I just recently um, did a boost, I think. Well, you know, on Instagram, you have a business page. You can boost your, so they create the ads for you based off of, you know, your posts. Mm -hmm. But um, word of mouth. And just right now, social media. Okay. Okay. And then, of course, like the website, you know, I always say, you know, my website, things like that. I put the link in my bio. And but as of now, it's just social media. Okay. Do you have a a platform on all the social media pages or just one particular one? So just Instagram as of now. Okay. Okay. Actually, I think, yeah, we actually have a Facebook page. I never, I'm never really on Facebook. So I always forget about it, but we do have a Facebook page. But majority is Instagram. Okay. Okay. Um, do you know a lot about the social media uh, aspect as to uh, how to market yourself? Or so I'm still learning. Like I just changed my page to a biz, you know, to the business yes. page, so you can right. see your insights and you know things like that. So I'm. It's still a learning process from going from a personal page to now having a business page because you know your personal page is different. Right. Um. So I'm still learning. You know about how to promote and how to reach out and how to get your reach to more people other than your followers. So I'm still learning. Okay. All right, then. So uh, price point. Now, you know, I know you got different uh, products. How did you come to the conclusion of, you know, well, you know, whatever the cost is, if it's $10, how did you come to the conclusion that a $10 is a good price point for my product? So I was, I also researched other products, right? Or, things like that. And you want to be competitive at the same time and also still be able to make a profit. So that's kind of like how I came up with my um, pricing because you don't want to have a product that you're paying, you know, $20, $30 for, and then you're going to charge, you know, under, you know what I mean? Like you're not getting a profit from that. Right. Um, so that had a lot to do with it. And then just um, researching other people's um, products and, the cost and being competitive with that, like what's going to set your your bag or your shirt or your hoodie away from someone else? Like what's going to make, what's the quality of that that's going to make them want to buy your particular product versus somebody else's? So, and then you have to look at like your vendors, how much your vendors are charging you to um, print, to put the logo on, you know, your product, to ship it to you because shipping, you have to pay to get the product shipped and they charge you by the weight of you know the boxes that you're getting so you want to be able to sell something and still be able to see you know a profit from it now you brought up the shipping costs earlier and you just brought it up again so uh you know what what's the process with the shipping now how, how do you uh you handle that as a business so i do all of that myself myself and my daughter we package all our products um wrap it like we do everything as of now hopefully when I become bigger, <laughs> I have like a, a whole process. But as of now, we package, ship, sort everything ourselves. Okay. It helps to the websites. Like if you find a good website, there's a lot of free websites out here for businesses, especially like that's doing merchandise or retail. Um, that's free. And it helps. You can create your labels directly from that website, put your shipping in. 
set up your taxes, your you know the ta- the sales tax and everything from that one website. So you're not having to go to the UPS website or to this site. All of it can be set up from one site. Okay. Now somebody listening in and they want to start a business and they want to know what's the name of the website. Oh, so I use Square. Square. Okay. Square. Mm-hmm. And they like Square. Um, I found that it's free. You can they help you set up your template. You can post your pictures there, you know, for your product. It gives you an, um, you know, your website. Um, there's so much you can do on, and then they set up your own account. You get a card from them. Your money's going to go directly into that account. So you can always separate your business from your personal check-in. Um, you want to have a business account too. So they give you a card with your business name on it that's separate from your personal. And then at the end, like, this year, you know, with taxes, they create a spreadsheet for you on what you've used. So it's all there for you. It's very convenient too. So I use Square. Okay. And so um, on your main website, that's what you use to design your website, Square? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right then. So what's the name of your website? So if somebody wanted to see an example. So it is Nurse Life Essentials, LLC. And it's, I believe it's like at square.square. It's actually searchable on Google too. So, which is a good thing, because once you set it up with Square, once they make that dom- domain for you, it shows up on Google. Okay. All right, then. So, uh, the LLC, mm-hmm. how did you uh, do that? Did you pay somebody or did you do it yourself? I did everything myself. <laughs> everything myself. I'm telling you. Um, I think I said this before. God and Google. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did, like, I searched, I Googled, like, how to come up with an LLC. Like, how do I, you know, what's the process? What do you do? And it's simple. You go to, you know, whatever state you're in, you go to their site. You you have to have, of course, you have to have your business name, your address. Um, it's just simple things. You put all of the information in, you send it, they approve it. They mail you your paperwork. And it's so simple. Mm, I got you. Now, E-I-N. I don't even know what that is. So can you uh, explain that to uh, everybody? <laughs> so it's a it's an employer ID number. So that's for your taxes. And also like when you want to set up your business account, you got to have that. Um, especially like with your check-in account, things like that. They're going to, it's like a tax, you know how like the job that we work for or, you know, we're working for a company, they have an EIN number. Um, so it's pretty much for tax purposes, but it also is a good um, way of when you're setting up different accounts for your business, they're going to want to know, do you have an employee ID number, like an employer ID number, things like that. So, okay. and I, you just go to the IRS website Straight and to. free. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, how long have you been uh, in the game or you started your company? I started Nurse Life March of 2020. Yeah. 2020? March of 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So you... Almost two years into the game. Yes. What's some advice you would tell somebody that's just now getting the idea to start a business? Don't give up. Keep going because there are going to be a lot of times when you're going to doubt yourself or you're going to say, um, you know, this is too much. But don't give up. Like in the beginning, like I said, I really I didn't really sell as much because people didn't know, you know, everybody's skeptical. But just don't give up. You have to believe in yourself believe in your product, believe in whatever it is you're selling. Because if you don't believe in it, what's going to make somebody else believe in it? Or what's going to make someone else, you know, want to buy it? And wear your brand. Like you are a brand. Like you are, you know, your your brand. So wear it, you know, be proud of it. Um, 
So right. even with being, even with you know, you have to sell it. <laughs> gotcha. Now for you, I'm I'm assuming you um uh, you are having that profit now. You're turning that profit now. Um, yeah. when was that that moment? Um, when you felt like, hey, I I might I might be heading in the right direction now. I might have I might have broke through broke through the door. Well, when was that moment? Probably when I was making money in my sleep. Like I was waking up to notifications on my phone the next morning, like with orders. I was like, wow, like this really is working. You know, I'm making money in my sleep. I know I hear people talk about it all the time, like making money right. while you sleep. But I was literally like waking up to get ready to go to work and. I'm looking at my phone, checking my phone, and I have like new order, new order, new order, new order. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really working. You know, because before I was like, I'm not selling anything. I remember like talking to, I think, my brother, and I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm putting out more money to get things than I'm actually getting in, like at that time. And I was just like, man, maybe, you know, I'm not posting anything or whatever. Um, and then it just like turned around. It was kind of like more people, the more I posted about it. Cause he was like, no, keep posting. You know, you might get two likes, but people are watching, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept posting and posting and posting. And um, like I said, just don't give up. And then the orders just started coming in and people were buying and then reposting or they would get to work and people are like, Oh, where that bag come from? And they would share, you know, the website and then more people would buy. So I would say, just don't give up on whatever it is you're selling. Just always believe in it. Cause it's going to work out in the end. Okay. Now, we're going to dig a little deeper. How many years? Was it at the year, one year mark, uh, 18 months? Uh, what, when when was the time frame? I know it's, 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 it's going to be different for everybody because everybody in a different line, a different industry. But for you, how long did it take for you? Probably about it. I would say a year because I started in 2020. I would probably, it probably was like a year. Okay. All right then. So around by spring 2021, mm-hmm. people started and then, out. you know, too, like people were traveling, a lot of travel nurses. So mm-hmm. a lot of times um, people were buying my bags and then they would be in different locations and they would be wearing the bag um, or would po- like, you know, post it or post a picture of it. And then, you know, people started buying. So I was, it probably took about a year, maybe around spring, summer. OK. Especially when COVID was like when more people were going out to work. So. Right. Right. OK, then. So. um now I'm gonna get towards me. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Um, I'm just not starting now. I'm starting something totally outside of the ring. To be honest with you, I'm starting the lawn care service right now. Probably mm-hmm. by the end of the year, I'm probably gonna do me like a little sitter business. Well, um, I can I might hire some uh nursing students or some CNAs or maybe even a nurse or whatever, and uh just get them to come and uh sit down with people in their in their homes, you know. Uh, right now, I'm finding out that um, a lot of family members, they don't want their mom or dad to go to a SNF or that's what we call it out here, a skilled nursing facility. Mm-hmm. So um, they'll take them home, but they might not have 24-hour coverage. Uh, better yet, um, you know, um, they might have had surgery and they just, mm-hmm. need, they, just, they just need somebody to watch them while I go to work for about 8 to 10 hours or 12 hours. And uh, when I get home, you know, I can take over from now. So um, that's that's what I'm thinking about doing, especially nurses. I mean, we we should be able to um, do that rather easy um, without without having any problems. Um, As far as this, 
do you see yourself, uh, you know, maybe about three, five years from now doing something else, creating another lane, another stream of revenue? I do. I have a lot of ideas. And I, I, I always try to, <laughs> I always write them down when I think of them because it's like, I'll, I'll be sitting at work sometime and something will just pop in my head and I'm like, oh, yep. And I write it down. Um, but yeah, there's like, I lo- like I said, I love nursing and with nursing, like we are our own business because it's so much we can do as a nurse that people don't, you know, know, like it's not just being bedside. It's not just being, you know, working in a doctor's office. It's not, you can do so much more with your degree. There's so many things that you can do as being a nurse that people don't realize. It's just like, oh, I'm gonna go work here. I'm gonna work there. Like for the longest time when I did my LPN, they were like, oh, you'll never work in a hospital. Like they don't, you're going to be in a nursing home. You're going to, you know, you got to work in a nursing home because, and I'm like, okay, that's what you say, but you know, <laughs> and it's just so much more that you can do. Um, but I like the idea of the sitter too, because I, that those, that's one of my ideas um, because um, it's so much you can do. Like you can start your own um, nurses going out just to administer medications, you know, to people, you making your own schedule. You're on, you're on your time. Um, it, it's just so much. I know nurses that are realtors, like, you know, they do real estate. They, um, my girlfriend, I was telling about she's opened up her own med spa as a nurse. It's just different avenues that it's, it's money out here. You just got to make it. <laughs> right. You can't make your own lanes. Exactly. Right. right. I, um, and I'm, I'm going to say this, kind of back, back up what you say, you know, um, you kind of, almost getting discouraged when you talk to your brother or whatever, and then people just all of a sudden just start tuning in. I can kind of speak to that, especially with this podcast. At first, it was more so local. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, man, it just like it just it just blew up. Like I wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have thought when I first started, you know, uh a lot of people in California, they they listen to, I got more people in California listening to the show than I do down south. And I wouldn't have thought that because I'm, you know, I, I sound like I'm from down south. So, uh, you know, um, you know, people, people, I understand people down south gravitating to me, but I got one of my biggest audience right now is uh San Francisco, Napa. Um, I can't even think of the other one, but uh it's like a, a million the small little areas that they're just tuning in. And then um, especially down south, down south, I'm big, I'm huge in. You know, of course, in Mobile, Alabama, Atlanta, they listen to Orlando, Florida. They mm-hmm. they, they they love me. Um, and then Texas. I mean, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, all of them. So, I mean, just whoever listening in, do not be afraid. You know, just go ahead and put yourself on out there and um, and let's just see what happens. And I'm going to be honest with you, the school system, they teach, they kind of, let you know that you're getting a good education. They don't let you know the true value of it. I almost feel like they should make more nurses do it. It should be a part of every nursing school to take a business class. I almost feel like yeah. that. I totally agree. Because yeah. even in even as far as like high school, they should, you know, when they get to a certain age, like like 10th, 11, well, I would say 11th, 12th grade, because that's the time when you're, um, you're, you're getting a job, right? So you need to know how to manage your money, how to write a, you know, how to manage your checking account, your, your, your credit. They need to teach that. I didn't take, like I said, I didn't take finance classes. And so I got, I was going to UDC, University of the District of Columbia. I took a personal finance class and a business finance class. 
because I knew nothing about business, nothing about financing, nothing about budgeting. That's important. And I think we should, especially like with us, with nurses, we're making the money, right? But what are we doing with that money? How are we managing that money? Because you're making, some nurses are making what, six figures. And if you don't know how to handle the money that you're making, how are you going to be able to make more money? Because you're not even able to handle what you have right now. So you're starting a business and you're getting all this money in and you're like, oh, you know, you don't even know how to handle that money. So a finance class, I would personally, even if it's not in school, like find a business class, find a, a finance class that you can take because it's important. I will say this, uh, as we're talking, I'm thinking about going back to my school and asking them, hey, can we have, can we set up like a uh, a convention? Something mm-hmm. like that for, you know. A workshop, yeah. Workshop. And, um, you know, pro- possibly get a couple of y'all to, uh, They've been on the uh, podcast to come down there, you know, share your experience, share your products. And uh, just, um, you know, they may or may not spend money, but it'll plant a seed in there. And um, just see where it go. Because I think a lot of people, uh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to the schools. The schools, they just teach you to be a a Mm -hmm. nurse with, um, with competent knowledge. That's what they do. And they gra- they graduate you more times than that. You're going to be taught for to become a med surge nurse because you're going to graduate and you're a new nurse more times. And now you're going to end up on the med surge floor, especially the nurses. They, I mean, the specialties like the ER, operating room, ICU, they may or may not want to take a brand new nurse. So you, more times than not, the med surge is probably where you're going to land. Um, and then you just have to kind of like figure it out from there. And a lot of times, exactly. uh, a lot of times, once you you graduate and you out there one or two years, you don't you kind of want to get away. You don't really know how. Like I, I've been on, um, I've been talking to a, a few nurses. They feel like they stuck. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm here right now to re-educate you, right, right now. Because uh, as a nurse, you just have so many options. You know, you, yeah. you know, there's no need to feel like you're still. Yeah. If you feel like you're still, then we gotta, we just got to re-educate you. And more importantly, we need to put you in front of the right people. Mm-hmm. I you, think you, too with like nursing school, it, it teaches you to be um, clinical, right? Just right. like you said, just clinical. Just It doesn't teach you beyond that. Even with like, I think that there needs to be, like you said, finance. And I also think there needs to be... Um, some type of um, like mental health, like for nurses, like in like, t- you know, of course we, we do like psychology, things like that, but a resource for nurses because stress, like, especially now, like with the pandemic, things like that, nursing school, there needs to be something other than you teaching me to be clinical. You teaching me this, you teaching me that, but I need to be able to handle my de- my twelve hour shift I just had right so you're you're telling me how to do this how to do that but what's gonna happen after that twelve hour shift and say you lost a patient right are you mentally able to cope with that as being a nurse are you teaching me or giving me avenues on ways to cope with that shift I just had that I couldn't deal with you know things like that it's more so like you they're just pushing like you said med surge med surge med surge the floor the floor the floor but what else can you can you show me to do or that I'm going to benefit from along with me being a nurse or along with me, you know, being out here outside of school. Like you taught me how to be, you know, do this, give shots, you know, da, 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 da. But what else am I gaining from that? Or how can I utilize 
other resources to help me to continue to be a good nurse or, you know, it's just a lot of things I think that needs to be restructured. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an old school uh, approach. Um, a lot of times the people in those leadership um, position, they already have a lot of stuff on hand and they may have um, some ideas, but at the same time, when they have those ideas, uh, you got to have soldiers that's ready to uh, go to work. And exactly. a lot of time, as the old Bible scripture go, you know, a, with the labor, the labor is is uh, plentiful, but the but the workers are few, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And um, a it, they just I don't think they have the soldiers to go mm-hmm. out there and execute a lot of the stuff. So I think people like you and I, once we get some time probably need to reach back to the younger students in some mm-hmm. form or fashion to where they can have an avenue where they can learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know I try to reach out to my, my mentees, but I don't think they really grasp it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they really grasp that hey, you can really do something. I'm, I came from a, a long dirt road. I grew up in the woods where we had deer walking in the yard and stuff like that. So, I oh, mean... I <laughs> Hey, so, uh, you know, for me to be working in Napa, I mean, that just, it just speaks volumes as to how the hell you get out here. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you, it should be documented because somebody else probably want to get out of their situation and, mm-hmm. and um, be able to get, get to a level to where they are living a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, I think, too, pretty- like when you say you're ment- being a ment- having mentees, I think, too, what's important for nurses, too, they should have some type of mentor as well, like a seasoned nurse that you can go to. Because I think, too, and I just now recently, um, you know, learned about that, like that there were nurse mentorships that, you know, have they've been in the game and they know certain things and you can go to them like, OK, you know, I have this. Like, what do I do? But I think that's important, too, especially like new nurses that are graduating. Get you a mentor at, you know. It doesn't hurt, like I said, it does not hurt to ask questions or to ask someone because you're going to need that because you're just, if not, they're going to throw you to the wolves. Like you don't know what's going on outside of your clinical or outside of school. I think it's important to have like a mentor. I agree with you. I think, um, I don't know, people a lot of time be busy with their own life. That's one. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then it's only a certain amount of people that will be, that's open to being a mentor. And then once they, they get the word out there that they want to be a mentor, um, the nursing students got to come to them and mm-hmm. kind of extract. Don't don't be afraid to talk to them. I think I, some of the time with me, I think I got a lot of stuff going on and they don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to bother him. Man, I want you to call me. Test yeah. me. I'm here for you. So, I mean, when it comes to that, I'm not, I'm not even on. Uh, I don't really care about, you know, mm-hmm. hey, you gonna we're going to be on the phone for the next 20, 30 minutes. And I'll, you know, just teach you whatever I got to teach you. That don't, that don't mm-hmm. mean nothing to me. So for those that's young, still in college, hey, find your mentor. And um, don't be afraid to ask questions. Man, I, I heard about this. I don't know nothing about it. Please tell me so. Mm-hmm. Uh, either get me in front of the right people so, mm-hmm. that, uh, so that I can, I can learn as much as possible. So I agree. Well, hey, we're going to go ahead and try to get Miss Chrissy B on out of here. Uh, if somebody wants to reach out to you, what's your social media handles? Social media is one classy underscore nurse to you. 
and of course nurse life underscore essentials so that's how they can reach out to me okay so um hey it's been another great great uh episode and um for everybody that's tuning in we want you to share this episode with your friends and family hey you've been locked into another episode of understand the nursing game podcast